0: Welcome in and welcome back to the Running Hoops Podcast brought to you by Super Chicks. With locations in American Fork, Spanish Fork, and St. George, they've got all your chicken sandwich needs covered. Give them a try and tell them the Running Hoops Podcast sent you. Now the person behind the counter may look at you funny, but the higher ups will know. Check out their menu at, and other locations online at superchicks.com and remember that's chicks with an X.com. On today's episode... Keba Keita picks the Utes, my conversation with the newest member of the running Utes, Mike Saunders Jr., and the transfer portal is heating up. But first, some news and notes. UCLA's Jaime Jaquez has announced that he will return for another season in Westwood. So big news for the Bruins there. Colorado signed Princeton guard Ethan Wright out of the transfer portal and also added a commitment from Bobby Clintman Out of Sweden. Clintman had previously committed to Maryland and was on Utah's radar, but instead the Utes will see him twice a year in Pac-12 play. Oregon signed JUCO guard Brennan Rigsby and also got a commitment from Keyshawn Bartholomew, who last played at Colorado. So another in-conference transfer in the Pac-12. And Arizona Center Christian Coloquo is entering the NBA draft. He joins his teammate. Ben Matherin in the draft, as well as a few others that I may have missed, including Isaiah Mobley and Nate Roberts from USC and Washington, respectively. Harrison Ingram, Peyton Watson. Now, that's a list of guys that are expected to stay in the draft. There are a bunch of other guys testing the waters, but that's a list of guys right now staying in the draft. In outgoing Pac-12 portal news, Oregon center Isaac Johnson committed to Utah State, Colorado guard Eli Parquet has committed to UNLV, and Oregon state guard Gianni Hunt has committed to Sacramento State. Centers Andre Kelly from Cal and F.A. Obagidi from Washington State have both entered the portal, and I would suspect both would have big interest, though Kelly is coming off of an injury. I think that's all the portal news we have, unless I'm missing something. Let me check my notes here. Ah, yes. Ah, yes. Caleb Lohner and Gideon George from BYU both have entered the transfer portal. I will discuss what that could mean for the Utes a little bit later in the podcast. Utah did, however, land a big commitment last week like five minutes after I released the Chris Burgess podcast. It was already a little bit dated, but what are you going to do? Keba the big man out of Wasatch Academy, committed to Craig Smith and the running Utes last Wednesday night. He's originally from Mali and is 6'9", 220 pounds and looks like he is ready to roll. He chose Utah over UNLV in Washington, among others. He's ranked 84th in ESPN's Top 100 for 2022 and has a four-star rating on 24-7 sports. This is a really, really nice get for Craig Smith and the run in Utes and is a big piece of a huge shot in the arm that we talked about for the program in a 48-hour period. In a December article by Eric Bossie of 24-7 Sports... Keta said, I bring energy all the time. I just try to play hard and do all the stuff the others don't want to do. And that sounds pretty much exactly like what the running Utes need in the front court. So you love hearing that from Keba. Here's what Craig Smith had to say about his new big man. Keba is a warrior. He plays the game with tremendous ferocity and is extremely athletic. He plays with force on both ends of the court and is an elite defensive player that brings us versatility in our front court. We are pumped. So this gives Utah a much needed boost in the front court. I think Keta can come in and either play next to or behind Carlson, but he definitely brings an immediate front court help in terms of rebounding size and toughness. He's definitely raw. When it comes to his offensive game, but he's not necessarily needed to come in and score right away for the Utes. We're talking about a kid that really could help in the rebounding and defense category, primarily in his first year at Utah. And the combination of him and Saunders coming in from Wasatch makes it feel like Wasatch has been a pipeline all along. But of course, I'm kidding. Although you do have to love the message that it sends to start getting a couple of guys from Wasatch into the mix at the University of Utah. Kate's addition leaves officially two scholarships open for Craig Smith to work with, but many are speculating that a third will come available as well. We know they've been in the mix with Tay Davis and potentially Isaiah Moore. And with the portal news of the day, there may be others. So it'll be interesting to see what the next step is for Utah when it comes to filling out this roster. But when we come back, my interview with one of the newest running Utes, Mike Saunders, right after these words from one of our sponsors. Hey everyone, I want to tell you about one of the cool new sponsors of this podcast, Pillow Fight. Pillow Fight helps you invest in your rest. Look, with the way the transfer portal is churning these days, how can anyone get a good night's sleep? I can tell you how I've done it. Pillow Fight. Their premium pillows and bedding products will change your life without emptying your wallet. They've actually got a great promotion running right now on a number of their social platforms. Enter the promo code trias 15 all one word, at checkout to receive 15% off your first purchase, which is slightly more than the normal 10% off you would get for listening to this podcast and entering Go Utes. Check out their products on their website today at Pillow-Fight.com. That's Pillow-Fight.com. All right, I am pleased to welcome on the podcast, Utah Commit, Mike Saunders Jr. Mike, thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. So you're currently committed, but you haven't signed yet, is that right?
1: Right, 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 because I'm still finishing school at Cincinnati, so once that happens, then I'll I'll sign.
0: Okay, so you've got to get through your semester, and then you can sign at that point? Uh, Yes, sir. So I know you've talked about this in other interviews, but... Why Utah? What what made the Utes the right fit for you?
1: Hey, Coach. Coach Smith. Coach Smith. Uh, I've known him since he was at Utah State, actually. Coach Smith recruited me then, and he told me how much he liked my game, and uh, he always felt like I could be the point guard for his program. And at the time, you know, I didn't really see myself going there. You know what I'm saying? I'm from uh, Indianapolis, and it was kind of kind of hard, you know. I was already in Utah for two years, so my mindset then I was like, I want to go home close, you know, go to the school closer to home. That's why I ended up, you know, to Natty. But when I entered the portal this, uh, recently, Utah was one of the first schools that called me, and I had a very good talk with Coach Smith, and every, everything just went the way I way I thought it would go. The bit of Utah just became brighter, brighter. You know, I just ended up deciding to come.
0: Tell me a little bit about that visit that Craig Smith. Uh, had at your house a few weeks ago what did he say that really sold you on utah i know you've mentioned that you've got this vision for yourself and he and he's got a vision for you so how, how did that all come about
1: so i told coach smith you know my vision as a, a basketball player and when when he when he uh when he told me you know he believed in me and he believes that everything that i told him is achievable and more i just i just couldn't pass it you know and he's a very genuine guy. I mean, if you do research on him, you know, he wins everywhere he's been. You know, I did, I did my due diligence and talked to the players, and they all said the same thing. And I just feel like he's the, he's the right guy for me. It just everything he said is just aligned and that's And that's all I want as a player, just a coach to believe in me. And I really feel like he
0: does. When you're in the portal and coaches start reaching out to you, can you tell pretty quickly which ones are, you know, sincerely interested versus which ones are just kind of throwing a line out there and seeing if you're interested?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Because there there'd be schools that, you know, they kind of even give it a notion that, is he really, can we really even get him? You know, it's almost like they just, like, just, they just tested me, you know? <laughs> and, but Utah, Pac-12, you know, so it's, that's me for so Yeah, they were, like I said, that one of the first schools that contacted me they stayed in contact with me through the whole transfer portal process so that really stuck out to me you know
0: how familiar then are you with the guys that are on the team right now
1: the only one I'm really I'll say close with is Gabe of course because Gabe was at uh University of Cincinnati with me and I also played Gabe um coming coming up in AAU like middle school and stuff like that so we had our battles so I would definitely uh say Gabe I'm still trying to meet all the guys right now yeah Gabe for sure
0: Who's the better shooter? You or Gabe?
1: Not I'll get out of the game. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely get out of the game. No, no question. No question. He, he a sniper. Sniper.
0: So you know you know Tim Morris as well from your time at Cincinnati. What's something about Coach Morris that Utah fans may not know?
1: Man, Coach Morris, he just he's just a hard worker and whatever whatever you feel like you need to work on with your game, he does that. Like he's not a guy that just makes you do something that you don't want to do. Like, he's very, like, he's, like, a very good, like, coach. Like, he listens to what the player wants, and then he tries to implement it in in our workouts. And then also, he's a very good communicator. Whenever I needed advice, I always ask him, you know, what should I do? What should I do about this? And he's always been there for me, especially when I was at Cincinnati. He was one of the main coaches I talked to. When I was going through what I was going through my freshman year, and I've known Coach Morris for years now. I, even when he was at um, Northern Kentucky, it's been a, it's been a while. So he's he's seen how much I've grown in, as a person, as a player. So I'm saying I'm really close. I'm really close to um, close with Coach Morris for sure.
0: Now, as you head to Utah, what part of your game do you feel like you need to work on the most?
1: What do I need to work on? I would say probably my turnovers because there was a lot of time. I would get caught in the air, you know, one foot takeoffs. So I need to be better with going off two, throw my turnovers, and then just keep being a co- more of a consistent shooter. I mean, my numbers went way up from my freshman year, especially my three point percentage. But just just you know making more. You know, I've I shown that I showed the capability of making shots. So now it's more more about being consistent. And that's what Coach Smith said. He really feels like I can be a elite shot maker from all three levels and he wants me to play that way, and that means I got to get in the gym and keep working on him, you know? So, they'll be getting the confidence it's just that. Like,
0: Do you have somebody that you, you model your game after?
1: I'm not going to lie. I just watch so many people, like so many elite <laughs> guards, like Chris Paul. I watch John Morant. I watch, of course, Steph Curry, Darren Fox, Isaiah Thomas. Like, I just, I don't know. I'm am just a, I'm just a, a scholar of the game. I just watch so many guards and try to, Take take a piece of what they do and try to implement it in my game. So, I don't think I necessarily play like a specific person. I just watch, like I said, I just watch everyone.
0: Well, if you're coming to Utah, I, the film may be a little bit grainy at this point, but maybe you can watch some Andre Miller tape as well.
1: Mm, that's a very that's a very good player. Great pace, <laughs> great pace. Nice, nice pull up mid range. Could get get his guys involved with his assists and stuff. Yeah, he he was good. He was real
0: good. Certainly, University of Utah royalty. That's that's for sure. How many years was um, Andre Miller there? He was a four year player. Okay. Yep played for played for Rick Majerus. Uh They was the point guard for them in the national championship against Kentucky, and got them that close, that close to cutting down the nets.
1: I need to do my research. <laughs>
0: So what can Ute fans then expect from you this upcoming season?
1: I mean, a guy that's gonna try to win every possession, like no no possessions off. A guy that's gonna pick up full court on the defensive end, a guy that's gonna be a team first guy, make sure everyone is involved and a guy that wants to make Utah relevant again. I wanna I wanna be back on the winning column. That was one thing Coach Smith really emphasized was he don't wanna be third in the pack. I mean obviously you no know, didn't finish great this this last year, but he feels like you know, with the right pieces coming in this year. He wants to make sure that we're number one to the pack. Like, there's no, there's no letdown. So, I just want to make sure that we're on the winning side for sure.
0: So, all right. So, you mentioned, yeah. you mentioned you wanted the the you know the getting the right pieces in there. So, what kind of recruiter are you? Or are, are you now that you're committed to Utah? Are, are you like the main recruiter? You're you're calling up guys saying, "Hey, come on, let's let's get on board."
1: Yeah, no. Nah, I've always been known as a, a good recruiter for sure. <laughs> I mean, you can ask Gabe. I I recruit a Gabe to go to Sissy. Like I, I don't know. I think I learned that that I learned that uh, from my dad. My dad's a coach as well, and I don't know. I've just always been a, a good recruiter. So I've already you no. Know, I already told Coach Smith about guys to look at, <laughs> like, and, he, and he, he's right there with me. He, he takes my word very seriously. So. And that's the type of role I want in the team. Is I want to I want to be a a, a difference maker, you know. And I'm just very appreciative, appreciative of Coach Smith to allow me to have that type of role on the team. So I'm very excited, very excited. for the
0: future. Well, you've got to have guys to pass the ball to, right? So might as well bring in a few that you know.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: All right. Now I I know you've been asked about this a little bit, but but the hair, what happened? to the hair and are you going to bring that back this fall so that you fans can enjoy it as well
1: yeah so i just wanted to start over um i had my hair for (laughs) man i I started growing in my freshman year of high school so that was like 2015 so i've had my hair for like seven years oh wow oh no yeah seven seven yeah so i just you know wanted to start over you know i'm about to be 20 uh this july so i just wanted to restart but i'm definitely growing it out Right now, like I just cut it off, just to grow it right back. So I don't. I'm not. I'm not gonna say it's gonna be blonde. It probably won't be, but I'll, I'll have hair. I'll have hair by the
0: season for sure. All right, good. So something sure. that uh, something that you fans can look forward to then, right? Right, right. <laughs> All right, and then is there anything else that you want Ute fans to know about Mike Saunders? If they if they don't know anything about you, what can you tell them that's gonna help get them excited uh, for you to come play this season for the Utes?
1: I would say, don't be afraid to approach. I'm like I already said. If anyone ever wants, you know, autograph picture, I'll I'll try my best to get everybody. Like I've always been a guy that try to you know get back to anybody that supports me. You know, like I've never said no to anyone. Like I've always always been mindful of it. It's not just basketball for me. I always want to make an impact off the court. You know, and that's and I do I do that through basketball. So whenever anyone wants to, you know, like I said, take a picture or anything. I'm I'm willing to do it. I'll never
0: say no. Well, that's awesome, and I'm sure that that'll be something that you fans will look forward to. And, Mike, I appreciate you joining me on the podcast today. Can't wait to see you play for the Utes next year. Yes,
1: sir. Thanks for having me.
0: My thanks to Mike Saunders, Utah commit and future running Utes point guard, for joining me on the podcast. You could tell that he does not lack for confidence, and that kind of thing is going to translate on the floor You know, we've heard Craig use this reference a lot from Miracle, but he talks about, I'm not trying to get the best guys. I'm trying to get the right guys. And I certainly think that Mike Saunders Jr. is one of those right guys and a really nice piece for the running Utes moving forward. And a kid that's going to be at Utah for two or maybe even three years if he utilizes that COVID year. But again, my thanks to Mike Saunders. You can follow him. On Twitter, at IceMikeG3. Give him a follow. He actually signed his LOI not long after the – couple days after the interview that we held. So Mike Saunders locked and loaded with the running Utes and ready for next season. This is a kid I think that you fans are really, really going to like. They're really going to gravitate to. Easier to root for It's everything that Craig Smith has talked about wanting – in a player and just really looking forward to seeing Mike Saunders this fall. Well, the big elephant in the room has to do with one of Mike Saunders' former teammates at Wasatch Academy, and that is Caleb Lohner. Caleb Lohner and Gideon George from BYU both entered the transfer portal on Mondays. It's big news on a number of fronts. It's two significant pieces walking out the door for BYU, but the obvious connection is that Lohner and Chris Burgess were close, and some believe that Caleb Lohner could be headed to Utah as a result of that relationship. Now, Lohner has certainly already taken Ute fans on a pretty wild ride in his two-year career at BYU. Now, for those of you who don't know, let me catch you up to speed. He committed to and signed with Utah and coach Larry Kraskoviak at the time, but then during COVID, he asked out of his LOI pretty late in the process. It went all the way up to Mark Harlan, the AD, but eventually he was allowed to be released from his letter of intent to play at Utah. Once he was released from his LOI, he almost immediately committed to and signed with BYU. Utah was not really able to replace him, and had a really bad year in 2020, which led to wholesale changes in the men's basketball program. Enter Craig Smith, exit Timmy Allen, Alfonso Plummer, all of those guys. Right, this was all sort of connected in some form or fashion. Loner had a really nice freshman year at BYU, which led to some pretty serious hype around him going into his second year. He was a preseason All WCC. Player, I think he was second team. I can't really remember, but really struggled this year at times, which left some folks in Provo to believe that he could really use a change of scenery. And yeah, he even earned a really guy award from this very podcast for some of his antics during the rivalry game. But let me just bottom line this for you. He has what Utah needs. Utah is currently losing an average of 8 rebounds per game to the transfer portal, to the guys who have already left. If he were to come to Utah, he by himself would nearly erase that. He averages 6.4 rebounds per game, and he would be a very nice piece to add to a front court of Brandon Carlson and Keba Keta. But more importantly he would make it so that Keta isn't thrust into the starting lineup, which I think would be significant for Keta's development. I certainly understand the hesitation that some fans are going to have in fully welcoming a guy like Loner back at Utah. But hey, if he can help you win, you set aside your pride and say, no, I never tweeted one negative thing about this kid. Fake news. Nevertheless, It's going to be interesting to see how that situation plays out for all parties involved. I would not be in the least surprised, however, if he went elsewhere just to get away from this rivalry. I'd keep an eye on pretty much any school in Texas and maybe even San Diego State as well, but we'll just have to wait and see. It'll certainly be one of the major storylines until he commits somewhere. That is for sure. So good luck to our good buddy Josh Newman and other media members trying to get any other questions asked from fans until this situation resolves itself. I also want to tack one more small piece onto this conversation, if I may. I know there's been some chatter from both sides of the rivalry expressing a little bit of a concern over Loner's dip in production from last year to this year in terms of his shooting percentages. His freshman year, he shot 47%. This past year, from the floor, this past year, he shot 42%. 33% from behind the arc. This year, 21%. From the free throw line, 66%. This year, 55%. I'm going to take you back to Herb Brooks and Miracle when he's talking about Jim Craig and somebody says, well, Jim Craig's game has been off. And Herb Brooks simply replies with, have you ever seen him when his game is on? And I think that's really what we're talking about here with a guy like Caleb Lohner. Caleb Lohner could help the running youths next season if he chooses to go to Utah. And that's really the bottom line. And I think a guy like Craig Smith and obviously a guy like Chris Burgess may be able to draw something out of him that we haven't necessarily seen at BYU and use him correctly. Look, they may not need him to shoot as much as he has the last two seasons. And he could potentially get a lot higher percentage shots as well if he's put in the right positions. And I think that it's certainly a possibility that he could do that at Utah. Now, like I said before, they're going to have to fend off a lot of people. So it'll be interesting to see what where we go from here as the portal turns. All right, that is going to do it. For this episode of the Running Hoops podcast, I want to thank you as always for listening. I want to thank Mike Saunders Jr. for coming on with me. You can give him a follow again on Twitter, at IceMikeG3. You can follow me, at Runnin' Hoops. If you're on Apple Podcasts, throw us a rating. We're up to 25-star reviews now, and we've had three very nice reviews come in. So thanks to uh, Ute in Austin, Hatch Ute, and Ute Fly Fisherman, as well keep those coming so we're at six reviews 20 ratings i love seeing all of that stuff but until next time i'm andrew crowley this is the running hoops podcast and as always go use.